This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com Get real retro games for the old school consoles you love delivered to your door every month. They have consoles like the NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation 1, Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, and more. Tell them the type of games you like and what games you already own so you don't get duplicates. You even get a wish list. It's not a rental service. And best yet, you keep the games. Use promo code HAPPYHOUR and save $2 off your first month. Learn more at RetroGameTreasure.com and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Hello! Internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I have my main man, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. We're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Uh, it's Tuesday, and I am a Thursday. Me too. Me too. Of course, we are a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. Yes, sir. And uh, we love to have special guests with us. We do, we do, and we've got an amazing special guest with us. She is rising up through the ranks of cosplaying. If you're in the cosplay community, you've heard the name, and if you're outside the community, I'm sure you're going to hear it very soon, and that is Siren Croft Cosplay. Thank you so much for coming on with us this evening. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, we were so lucky to meet you, actually, at Ignition Inc. and see all the amazing uh, cosplay uh, that you were doing and my first question is how did you get into cosplay um actually my dad is the reason I got into it there was one day we were kind of just uh, sitting around looking at stuff on the computer and he was like hey look at this person wearing this really really cool costume and I was like oh that's really freaking cool I might want to get into that so I went to my first comic-con which was I think it's actually MetroCon was my first con awesome. and um, it just like went on from there that's awesome. Now, you obviously you're a fan of Doctor Who. I see a TARDIS in the background. So like, yeah. Yeah. So like, did you see her tattoo with all the oh, Gallifreyan? No, yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> Folks at home can't see that, but that's really really yeah. neat. That's awesome. Which actually, let me ask, uh, what does it say in Gallifreyan? Um, it's actually the Time Lords' names. Oh wow, oh, that's awesome. That's really really neat. Do you remember what your first uh, uh cosplay was? Uh, Laura Croft. Awesome. Was my first. Yeah, that's a that's a very you know famous character, especially you know in movies as well, uh, and then of course all the new games that have been out in the last couple of years. Uh, do you watch the uh, superhero movies like the Marvel and all that as well? Yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, because I bet like the way we talk to a lot of other cosplayers and they kind of say the same thing. It's like certain there's certain things that you're a fan of, and then there's certain things you want to try out because the whole internet is talking about it. And so for right. example, yeah, so if, like for example, like you know when Deadpool came out, everyone was like talking about Deadpool and. You know, and of course, Civil War, and yeah. and then uh, of course, uh, I saw a picture on your Instagram. I guess did you did you do one, or you were thinking about doing a Psylocke? Oh, I am. I'm working on it right now, actually. I thought you were set. You were saying something about Psylocke, and that's really really cool because Psylocke is a very you know famous character in the X Men series. And and uh, but what are some of the other things that you've cosplayed for people that haven't um, seen you yet? Um, well, my most famous, well-known cosplay is Mad Moxie from Borderlands, the video oh, game. That's great. And then um, I do like variations of Harley Quinn, and mostly like pinup variations of her because I haven't actually gotten to the classic version, which is the one I really, really want to do. And then I want to do the New Fifty Two version, but I also did Ariel from The Little Mermaid, and let's see what else, Batwoman. And obviously Laura Croft, and let's see what else. I actually I, really like your uh, Miss Freddy Krueger that you did that one yes, time. That's Freddy, rude. Freddy Krueger, I did that one, and I also did um like a Day of the Dead type of variation outfit thing. Yeah, it's awesome. So for for me, it's like when I when I look at cosplay, it's like everyone has their own unique style and the unique way they do things. And do you like make stuff in house? Do you do a little bit of like have friends help you out or how does that work? What's your mindset? Yeah. So when I first started doing this, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm actually working on a surprise cosplay right now and she's blonde. So I'm a little, a little offset by that, but I'm really excited to do this cosplay because it's something I've been kind of wanting to do for a while. So, 
I actually have a couple of really good friends helping me out this entire week to get it done like as soon as possible. So that my friend awesome. is pretty much making the entire costume for me. That's awesome. And I saw like I'm uh, going through your Instagram. What is your Instagram for folks at home that can find you? Um, it is Sirencroft underscore. Awesome. Yeah, I was going through your Instagram and you've got like all kinds of stuff with face paint and things. Like how how do you go about doing something that requires like face paint? You have like something here you posted. Uh, it's I, oh, it's from it's like I think it's from Bioshock, isn't it? Or no, Day of the Dead. I think you were talking about that earlier. Yes, that it's one is Day of the Dead. I actually, we did that at a con called 2050. Not going to get all up in that. But um, we, at this convention, there was a group of people that did really good makeup. And, oh, I want to remember their name. Mm, let me look it up. But they were really, really good with makeup. And they did all my makeup for the entire weekend. That's so they awesome. did my they did my Freddy Krueger makeup and they did my Day of the Dead makeup and all I did was add little little tidbits of things like extra eyeliner and like a dot of makeup somewhere. So they they did a really good job and I've done my own Day of the Dead makeup, but they just aced it. What's different? Yeah, it's a little bit different when you're when you're like trying to do makeup on yourself and then you get someone on the outside that can get all like the different angles and different you know like the the bones on your cheeks and all that stuff. Like it's a little bit easier for them because your face is literally a canvas for them to work on. So right. that's that's really neat. But I just see all the details. It's it's amazing. I'm going on there right now. Sirencroft underscore. It's just it looks like a painting almost. Like I'm looking at it right now. It it's really impressive. People should go on there and check it out. Uh, what type of conventions have you done? Um, pretty much everything in Florida that I can drive to, I will go to. So, I mean, I love mostly the comic book conventions is what I want to attend. Cause that's mostly what I'm into because it has everything from the comic books to the video games, movies, TV shows, all that cool stuff. I will attend anime conventions because I want to get more into anime. And uh, I have a couple of really good friends that love anime and have been like begging me to watch more of it. So... Yeah, I do pretty much pretty much every every convention that I can cosplay at, I'll go to. Well, it's interesting too because anime is is such a broad spectrum because there's so many different types of lures out there, and you always go when you know what's popular. When you go to a convention, you're like, oh, well, this is this year's famous. For a while, is Naruto and Bleach and all that, and then the last couple of years has been Attack on Titan. Like you see Attack on Titan yeah. stuff everywhere. Yeah. yeah, so it's like it depends on like what's really like in the now, like what people are like. What are people really into? I think One Punch Man's really popular now. Have you ever seen that? Yes, yes. One Punch Man's very popular. Yeah, it's a really. I just got done watching that whole series. There's only 12 episodes for those at home that have not checked it out. Uh, and Cartoon Network actually just picked it up. They did. So they're showing it like on the Toonami, which is Saturday night, I think. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So it's really nice. So then people that are anime fans, but they don't have access to all the the Crunchy Rolls and all the right. different services, can like actually watch it. Because I think for a lot of anime fans, and and I'm not a huge anime fan, but I know you are. the The gateway drug for them, if you will, was Toonami back in the day, back when we were in high school, because it was yep. on after school, and you could watch Dragon Ball Z, and then they had Robotech, and they had like all the like the classic stuff that, like, in my opinion, it's kind of like the anime touchstones. Like, yep. if you're if you say you're an anime fan, you have you need to have watched like. Dragon Ball Z and Robotech, or at least some of it, so at least you're familiar with it and and know about it. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's something that like it, when with with the Cartoon Network, they're able to kind of get the uh, the voice dubs because obviously when I was a lot of there's like a lot of anime purists out there that that just read the subtitles and stuff. That's all fine, uh, but it's really cool that that America's kind of really embraced that anime culture. So you get people that don't really want to read or can't ha like do so they don't have access to the anime. They can watch it on, you know, watch it with the with the English dubs so people can kind of understand. It's also kids. It's opened up doors for kids, young kids to kind of get into anime. You know, uh, which is cool. I have uh, uh, my son's six and uh, he loves Pokemon and all that stuff, and he's able to oh. watch like. You know, and he's really big in, actually, he's really big into, uh... There's, like, he, a kiddie version of Naruto or something he was watching the other day. Oh, yeah, like, uh, Rock Lee Adventures or something like that. And, uh, and then there's also, uh, he's really big into, uh, what's it called? Uh, Yokai Watch. 
He's really big into Maybe that. That's the one I saw him watching the other day because I walked through the living room and he's watching this and I'm like, "What the shit? Like, yeah. what are you doing? So like, like Johnny, get in here!" Yeah. <laughs> like, so he's watching anime, but he doesn't know he's watching anime. So he thinks it's just a cartoon, but it's a really cool way to kind of, kind of, you know, uh, um, scratch, uh, break, break your teeth in or whatever. Yeah, just, so just scratch the surface, break yeah, the ice. Yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. To cut your teeth on some anime and stuff like that. So uh, that's really neat. Um, I saw you said you mentioned earlier you did an, uh, an aerial one and that and for those at home that haven't seen that uh, kind of describe what uh, what uh, what you're going on with your aerial. Um, well, it's the kiss the girl costume, which mm. is the dress that she wears when she becomes human, and it's one of my favorite parts of the entire movie because she gets to experience everything there is about being an actual human being. So, um, and Ariel is one of my most favorite Disney princesses of all time. So I definitely wanted to cosplay her. And I actually want to go do like something in the water with her, her green tail and all that stuff. But she's got, you know, the red hair and she's got the little blue bow on the top of the, of the red hair. Mm -hmm. And it's a cute, just really long dress with sleeves. And it's really cute. Now are your eyes blue, like naturally blue? No, my eyes are naturally brown. Cause these eyes, your uh, eyes look super legit. Like that's awesome. Piercing. I love those contacts. Those contacts are my favorite. They just you can just see them from a mile away. Yeah, they pop. It's awesome. I was like I was going to ask you because I'm like, man, you have like the bluest eyes I've ever seen. It looks awesome because it really you can see them like you said a mile away. It's really neat. Now I see. Speaking of red hair, you you said you've done Mary Jane before as well, which yes, is really Mary neat. Jane as well. Yeah, that's yes. kind of be a fun one for you because it's because sometimes you know as I've talked to other people, it's like sometimes cosplay can be super involved and you have this big get up and it's really uncomfortable. This looks like something you can have fun. You still are cosplaying, but you can go out and talk to people and you're more of a relaxed atmosphere. Yes. Actually, when I went to Megacon recently, I was Batwoman for half the day. And then I was, um, I was Mary Jane the other half of the day. And I was so much more comfortable after wearing Mary Jane like, I was just, oh, this is so much better. This is so much more comfortable. And I just was, like, in an extremely really good mood because I didn't have to wear this, the spandex and sweat the whole entire time because it's really hot when you're walking outside. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, especially in this uh, Florida heat. It's just, you know, the humidity and all that. I mean, you, you, you go walk to your car and you're already sweating. So it's like yes. I can't imagine wearing, like, a full full get up and everything. I'm looking on your uh, uh, Instagram right now. I mean, you got the full cape and all that stuff. I, I, that's like, you know, take some time to a get up early enough, get dressed, get, do the drive, drive it to your convention and then go and walk around. And then obviously you're, you're stopped all day for pictures. So it's like, Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mad Moxie is like the biggest stopper of all time. Everyone's like, let me take a picture. Let me take a picture. I actually, Oh my gosh. I actually had to sit down at another convention in between two bathrooms and two trash cans so people wouldn't take pictures with me. <laughs> and they still came up to me and asked me to take pictures. And half of them were like, oh, you don't even have to get up. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Like, I don't want to be here getting my picture taken in between the crapper like, and two trash cans. Like Five minutes, guys. Five minutes. That's all I need. Well, that's you know that brings up actually a really good point. It, it it's very important, especially for those that are starting to get into cosplay or you know going to conventions. Stay hydrated. Make sure that you're getting plenty of water, and make sure that you know because all of a sudden four or five hours pass and you realize you haven't had water. You know. Yes, um, my good friend Roadrunner Cosplay. You guys should check him out as well. He's really awesome. Yep, he's been on the yeah, show. Yeah, he's a good friend of ours, Shane. He's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he's really he good, dude. Yeah, he told me. Um, he had a situation where he wasn't drinking any water and his his manager was like, look, you need to get your ass some water because you're about to die. Yeah. yeah. So he, they had to like, book it through the crowd and people just kept stopping him and kept stopping him. And finally they were like, nope, we're done. Yeah, it's, so it's very important. So yeah. Like, keep hydrated. Yeah, it's very important to stay hydrated and to make sure you know that you keep track. Or if you're in a situation where you're in a cosplay where you can't really see, you know, have a handler with you. Have them kind of check every every hour to make sure you're okay. Because that's one of the most important things. Like even if you like work for Disney, is like they they make sure like every thirty minutes you're taking a break. Because you know even indoors you don't realize how much you know you're you're perspiring or whatever. You don't realize it. You know, and especially if you're wearing like latex or spandex or something. I imagine that's got to be you know it doesn't oh. breathe very well. So. Definitely not. Batwoman's a very, very warm costume to wear. 
Yeah. Well, I've had an idea for a while, and and this is the copyright right here since it's live on the uh, on the podcast. I want to make an armband for cosplayers where one side it's green and one side it's red. So if you see the cosplayer and they've got it on and it's green, go up to them, take pictures, all that. But if they flip it over and it's red, that means hey, not right now. Like I'm going to eat lunch, or I need to go get water, or hey, I actually want to shop. So it's kind of a That's way. Really- yeah, yeah, because then you know just by looking at them, oh, cool, I can get my picture. But if it's red, then you know, oh, okay, they want some private time and they could be left alone. And you could just make it as easy as one of those slap bracelets where it's red on one side and green on the other. That's a good idea. Yeah, and just, dude, I'm telling you, this is my copyright right now. So if any con steals it, uh, <laughs> uh, Kyle Deuce has said this live on the podcast. This is my million-dollar idea, and you're not taking it. Copyright. So that's our ghetto copyright right there. So. But I just think it's brilliant because you guys, I mean, I love you guys to death. The cosplayers, that's why half the reason we do the podcast is we love the cosplay community. We love supporting that community. So. We oh, yeah, do. As well. But you guys always get bombarded, and sometimes you need a break. And sometimes you might be like, look, I want to go get somebody's autograph, or I actually want to do some shopping, or, you know, maybe I want to actually have something to eat, yeah. you know? So you right. need a minute. So Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool because there's an awesome picture on your Instagram of you and Roadrunner cosplay. You guys yeah. got this awesome like this, you know, the Bat Community thing going on. The well, bat- they had another one that's just, it's still yes, both yes, of them, but you have Nightwing. Batman too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does an awesome Nightwing as well, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just really really cool. You guys could check it out. Sirencroft underscore. Uh, I don't even know which convention this was. Do you remember what? That's con- Megacon. Megacon. I can tell yes. by the floor. That's it's yeah. so terrible. Oh yeah, I can look at the floor and I'm like, that's Megacon. Yep. <laughs> yes, that was Megacon, and that was a lot of fun. We were getting stopped a lot, and we had another friend of ours. Um, he's his Instagram is um at Embrace the Martian, mm-hmm. and he did a Batman mixed up with um, I think it was Dragon Ball Z, if I'm not mistaken. I'm don't take my word for that. I'm not exactly sure, but he did a mashup, and it was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've seen it actually. Yeah, I have a picture of it. I'm looking at right now. That's that's really really neat. It's yeah, it a- was really cool. How was MegaCon for you this year? Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't awful. It was actually really really good. There was a lot of bad feedback that I was hearing, so I only went for one day because that was unfortunately all I could afford, which is right. why I did two costumes in one day. Mm-hmm. But um. I was able to stay with, you know, Roadrunner and a couple of other really awesome people, so that right. way I didn't have to worry about staying and all that stuff. But um, it was all right for the most part. I enjoyed myself. I mostly go because I love to hang out with the friends that go there, and I love to see all of the stuff that people have to offer, like all the creativity. Well, and it's fun, and I think it's it's like you said, you know, you get to be with all your friends. And I think mm-hmm. I got to give a shout-out to our, our boy Mike Reed real quick just because he put out a tweet the other day, and it said – me at a con at 15, I want to go and read comics. And he's like, me at a con at 26, I want to hang out with my friends and do hood rat shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's pretty spot on, Mike. Like, I want to hang out with my friends. I want to have a couple drinks. I want to, like, have a good time and, like, you know, just do fun shit. So. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, too, because, like, every convention is a little bit different depending on the area. And it's always smart to kind of, like, if, you, if you've never been to one before, and I'm just kind of advice for those at home and that don't really go to conventions or haven't been to a convention yet, you know, go find out the parking, find out how many days you're going, you know, and all that. And, and you know, plan ahead. It's very important to plan ahead and make sure, you know, that you, you know, have all the, the check boxes checked because. And remember where you park your car. That is very important. Oh, oh I, I went to MetroCon last year and lost my car and I was in moxie and heels. I walked for over an hour looking for my car. Well, that happened to to us actually, and it was two two or three years ago now. Yeah, yeah, last year I think. A year no, it was ago. A year before. Yeah. Um, long story short, we had the cast of King of the Nerds, and they stayed at my house. So, like, I was the host for them, and I took them all to the convention. Well, my dumb redneck ass doesn't know how to use a smartphone, so I didn't <laughs> drop a pen to know where my car was. Long story short, we lost my truck, and it took us like an hour to find it. So they were like chilling at a Red Lobster. Like hanging out while I'm like scurrying across like every parking lot trying to find my truck. Oh no! Yeah, it was yeah. it was hilarious. Um, I want to um give a big shout out to one of our sponsors, uh, Agiot Productions. They have oh, yeah. this awesome photo of you <clears throat> as Harley yes. Quinn, like 
go busting out like a window, or a, it's it's got a blimp on the top. It says "Welcome yes, to Gotham." Yeah, it's like I'm falling down. Yeah, it was really cool the way they did that. No, I thought that was awesome. That's so cool. And um, you you said earlier in our pre-show meeting that you get you have a uh, a uh, story envy. Yes, I do actually. It is um, Siren Croft's store at I think dot storeenvy.com. Mm -hmm. Awesome. You guys could definitely check that out. And I'm going to be putting in new prints, actually, I think tonight or tomorrow. So oh, there's awesome. going to be a bunch of stuff. So stay tuned for the new prints there as well. Definitely stay tuned for that. Check it out. And speaking of things we got to check out, we got to check out some of these bills. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more of the Happy Hour Johnny and Johnny. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Agia Productions is an Orlando-based film and photo company. They work with a lot of local cosplayers, shooting their pictures against a green screen will allow the team to make the cosplayer into a real-life hero. Agia has done some charity work as well, working alongside Rock Pink for breast cancer awareness. Find them at a convention and you'll be able to rent out one of the talented photographers to take some awesome high-def pictures of you and your family. Not a cosplayer, that's okay too. Agia can take you and your family and put them anywhere you want to be. Also, Agia Productions does weddings, graduation, quinceaneras, bar mitzvahs, you name it, and you need a photo crew, Agia can do it. Also, don't miss out their newest film short, The Corridor. Find The Corridor on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Corridor Film. Also, go to Agit's website at www.agiatt.com to learn more about them and give them a like on Facebook. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Josh Bauer, a.k.a. JB Designs. If you haven't seen his work, he does amazing stuff. He does comic book art, video game character, movie art. It's awesome. It's even hanging right now in our Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce Studios. You're definitely going to want to check it out. Head to www.joshbauerartist.com, and that's www.joshbauerartist.com, and you can find him on all his social media outlets, including Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. And make sure to follow his event page and catch him at upcoming events like JB Designs Invades Tampa Bay Comic Con August 5th through August 7th and Claremont Comic Con November 20th. Also, you can find his online store at jbdesigns.storeenvy.com. That's jbdezigns.storeenvy.com. You can find his original paintings, prints, posters, and mini prints. And Deuce, there's a special promo code for our Happy Hour listeners. If you'll put in the promo code Deuces on the Loose, and that is spelled D-U-C-E-I-S-O-N-T-H-E-L-O-O-S-E, you'll get 25% off prints, posters, and mini prints. And if you see them on one of the upcoming events, tell them you're a Happy Hour podcast listener to receive something special. And don't forget to see our boy and our friend Josh Bauer of JB Designs. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Of course, I'm Johnny. I've got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, and man? And we have the amazingly talented Siren Croft cosplay. And uh, it's awesome because, like, what we said earlier before the break was, like, we you know, we love the cosplay community because there's everyone's kind of, like, like you embrace your nerddom, your geekdom, your whatever. You get your nerd flag to fly, and you get to kind of show people, hey, this is what I love, and this is what I like. And... And people are really good, especially when you go to conventions. Like they look at you and they're like, "Hey, that's really neat." They'll call you by your character name, and they'll they, they you act like you become instant friends, you know. And it's because you connect on that mental level, and it's it's really special. I bet you have some really cool stories of connecting with people as well. Oh yes, actually, the people that are helping me make my surprise costume, I met at OcalaCon, OcalaCon last year, and 
we had been talking on the internet for about a year and then met up again this year. And as soon as we actually met up, we became instant friends. I'm going over to their house and they're, they're helping me make my costumes. That's awesome. So it's really, it's really cool how close you can get to people just from being into the same things. And another thing, I love to support, like, I'll go to a convention and I'll see someone selling a shoe that I need. I could make it myself, but I would rather support somebody. Oh, that's and awesome. Yeah. That I care about them and this whole cosplay community. That's what it's all about. It's about supporting each other and building each other up. I agree wholeheartedly. That should go on a T-shirt, actually. That's actually really profound because it's like that's what it's all about. It's about it's like a family, if you will, you know. And you're there to help each other out and. It's, you know, we've, we've talked to other people in, you know, that are like in the Avengers area that are the ones doing it and they spend a lot of time as well. And it's awesome that, you know, you give them the, the you know, give them the, um, the time of day and you talk to them and you're like, Hey, I, I support you and I support what you do. And then in return, they support you. And it's this awesome, you know, um, you know, Evan flow there. It's really, really neat how that works. And, and for me, it's like, I, I, my wife and I, we dabble our, our third, our third member, uh, Brandy, she's my wife. She, she kind of, she's. She's actually hanging out with the kids right now because uh, she's uh, doing the kid duty right now uh, so we can do this uh, interview. And uh, so big shout out to oh, uh, yeah, my wife, sure. Brandy. She's awesome. Uh, but she, when she, her and I are actually going to be um, going to Tampa Bay Comic Con this year, and uh, we're going to be cosplaying. We did, we do, we do okay, simple stuff, but it's it's fun. Well, we, tell her what you're doing. We're, so what we're going to do is we're she she's going to do an aerial as well, but she's going to do a steampunk aerial. Uh, yeah, and then I'm going to do a steampunk Eric because uh, I already have, like, the dark hair and stuff. And I'm not going to shave my – we had this debate. We're like, do I need to shave my, my goatee or not? And he goes, no, keep it on. It, the, the whole steampunk thing, you kind of can – yeah, so – but normally I'll shave or whatever. I'll grow a beard or whatever if I need to. Uh, but uh, she's like, no, no, keep it there. But we're going to do, like, the steampunk uh, Prince Eric and Ariel or whatever. And we're just going for fun or whatever. But it's it's just fun, like, for those that have never cosplayed before – to. You know, kind of give them that feeling it when someone comes up to you and wants to like to take a picture to meet you. There's like this awesome like euphoric high that you get. You're like, wow, people are you know saying hi to me, and that you know it's this awesome feeling that they're noticing what you do. Right. Yeah. That's that's a huge part of it too. I love like I love making the costume, the process of the costume, and then the result is the best part. And then when you actually step into that convention and people are like, oh my god, look at that. I'm just like, yes, this is what I worked so hard for. Yeah, it's a natural high that you get, and it's it's just really fun, and it's also fun to meet other people. You know, like you said, you you run into that you've ne you know, you're like, hey, yeah, I love I love the uh, Bioshock there, or not Bioshock, um, uh, Borderlands. I think that's really neat, and they they tell you their history of the game, and like you kind of connect and meet with people, like you said earlier, the people helping you with your costume and. And, uh, you know, we, we, we know a Roadrunner cosplay because we met the both. Well, we met uh, Roadrunner cosplay. When was the first time we met him? We met him at – no, we first met him at Ignition, and Ignition. Then, we, then he was on the show at Sci-Fi Bartow. That's right. That's we've right. done a couple things with him. Yeah, he's a really good dude, and, and like, he was all, like, telling us, you know, his – because there's obviously there's different perspectives when you're male or female in the cosplay world and like in the different things and the trials and all that stuff and and uh, all the cool things you can do and and it's like I I wanted to get your opinion on uh, gender bending cross uh, crossplay I just made up a word cosplay uh, and what your thoughts are have you ever done or you ever would you ever do like a ma uh, a male like gender bend uh, cosplay um honestly I think I might it just depends because there's a lot. Like, I would, honestly, if I could pull it off, I would do a Jack Sparrow. Oh, that'd be but awesome. Honestly, don't think that I could pull that off just yet because I don't have the proper makeup technique that I need. But that's one costume that I probably would want to do. But, yeah, I, I see no problem with that. And I think it's awesome how creative people can get on either side of the spectrum. I think it's amazing. Last year, we saw a guy that went as uh, Princess Peach from the Mario games. It was amazing. Like, he, he had someone obviously do the – or he maybe did his own makeup, but he, he had the makeup on and, like, the eyes and, and the con blue contacts. This amazing wig that looked like real hair. And, like, he, I mean, he went the full getup. He had the pink dress on, the the uh, stockings, the the uh, high heels, the whole thing, the, the little parasol and all of that. And was trying to speak in the language, like, you know, cha, you know, like the, the higher-pitched voice. 
like I love that when people go the the extra detail, you know, when they when they do that. Like for example, when you do um, uh, Moxie right from Borderlands, like she, I mean, awesome. Like you put the extra detail in there, you almost look like you're stepping out of the video game itself. Like that's just awesome when people do that when they they put that little extra detail there. Like that's it's awesome. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to my good friend Destiny. She made the first and second version of my Mad Moxie costume. That's and awesome. her page is uh, Costumes by Des. It's on Facebook. I try to get her to get on it more and like post the things she makes, but I just want to give her a good shout out because she did a really, really awesome job. And I always, the second costume, okay, the first costume I did pretty much nothing because it was my first real legit costume and I did not know what I was doing. Mm. So her helping me was an immense, like, fantastic thing. So the second costume, she moved out of state. So I gave her my measurements, and she did, like, the basic of the costume. And then I did all the little little pieces and details and stuff, like painting and sewing. That's awesome. Definitely a big shout-out to them. And uh, for me, it's interesting because, like, I've been going to conventions just as, like, a fangoer, you know, for the last probably decade. And it's interesting to see how it's grown so much because MegaCon, we went last year. We didn't go this year. Um, we went – was it the year before? You you might have went last year. I didn't go last year. Yeah, I whenever been we the went, past two years. Yeah, so we, yeah, that's right. We went the, yeah, it that was, was the, two years ago. That was yeah. two years ago already. Wild times flying. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting to see how like conventions are growing and growing and and like for me it's it's you know like MegaCon was four days this year, so it kind of changed a little bit. And yeah. now they're having a Tampa Bay con, uh, uh, a, a, a MegaCon in, in, in Tampa. Tampa Bay MegaCon. Yeah, it's or like MegaCon in Tampa Bay or something. Yeah. Uh, so there's so many ways, like especially if you're not even, you know, if you're from somewhere else like Missouri or something like that, you have there's a lot of times you, you don't have to drive too far away to get to a convention, which is really neat. And like the, I just like the fact that, you know, that's growing the idea of conventions and going in and, you know, letting your nerd flag fly and, and all. And it's really, really neat. And um, I wanted to ask you because, you know, obviously you do more than just cosplay. You know, uh, what 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 are some other hobbies that you like to do? What are do you play video games? What, what do you like to do? Yes, actually, I just started getting into working out a lot. So I go to the gym pretty much every day, and that's a that's a huge thing for me now. It pretty much just gets me through my day. But um, I do that. I play a lot of video games, obviously, Borderlands. Um, I do play Bioshock, actually, and I play a lot of, um, like, Battlefield. Oh, and cool. I'll play some Call of Duty, but I'm more of a Battlefield fan. So a lot of um, first-person shooter games. Awesome. I wanted to get your thoughts on um, the, the like the Marvel and DC universe because obviously it's going through some changes here. And I don't know, yeah. did you get to see the Wonder Woman or the Justice League uh, trailer yet? I didn't see the Justice League, but I did see the Wonder Woman, and honestly, I think it's pretty badass looking. It looks. I was blown away. I yeah. was yeah, I was blown away by it. I I was like, oh my goodness, like Gail Gadot, which is cool. There's actually a video out there now that she shows you how she pronounces her name because it was like this whole, like, how do you pronounce it? Is it Gail Gadot? Is it Gail Gadot? She's like, it's Gail Gadot. And I'm like, okay, now now I know me. Now I know when I say it, I'm saying it correctly. But I, I was kind of on the fence because I, I actually haven't seen Batman versus Superman, and i just seen stuff. I haven't from either. I've seen pieces of it, but I just have, I haven't, after all the bad reviews that came in, I just wasn't interested in really watching it. Dude, you so. saw it, right? Yeah, I saw it. I I, I really want to see the new. I guess it's the director's cut yeah. or the like thirty extra minutes. Yeah, because I really think it's gonna fill some holes in. Because when I watched it in the movie theater, I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it. But I'm like, there. It felt like there was things missing. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're watching yeah. it, it feels like there's some exposition missing. Like there's part of this story that's missing. So I'm hoping that extra thirty minutes will fill it in. But you know. It had uh, Superman, which is one of my all-time favorite characters. So I was like, I'm going to go see it. And I really liked the first Superman movie, The Man of Steel. Like, I was like, that's pretty good. And I like Henry Carvel. Cavill. Cavill. Yeah, yeah. I always want to name him after the ice cream. <laughs> it's because he's so delicious, damn it. So, but yeah, like Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah. yeah, like I just love the dude. So, yeah. Yeah, I always want to name it after that damn ice cream. I know, right? So, but we gotta get you an ice cream cake for your next birthday. Maybe, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Can it be like shape of Henry Cavill? Because <laughs> that would be doubly delicious. That would be. So, have, have like the yeah, the shield and all that. Yeah, awesome. that's good stuff. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, it's a good time. But me, I'm just real laid back. Like, some people get really 
too intense about these comic book movies. Like, oh my goodness, it's not just like the comic book. And I'm like, dude, yeah. I just want to have a couple beers and eat some popcorn. <laughs> like, I'm not like I'm not getting that intense about it, bro. Like, yeah. just let it go, man. Yeah. I don't think any of them are really going to match up with the comics perfectly. So I I kind of want them to just because, you know, I like it when they match up. Sort of like when you read a book and then you go watch the movie and there's like all these little pieces that don't match up, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. But I am more laid back when it comes to that kind of thing. I won't freak out. I'll just be like, oh, okay, that's different. Yeah, and I think that that's okay too. Like if you're like, oh, that's different than the comic book, but – you just got to go in and enjoy it because I think people yeah. sometimes are too analytical about it and they want it the exact same way as a comic book. And I'm like, well, you can't – sometimes things from books don't translate well to films or television for that matter. So, Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's very true. Yeah, it's kind of like when – I'd say like the biggest example was the whole Lord of the Rings uh, when that came out because there's you, – you always have to – I always felt like you should like separate them into two separate entities, kind of like you have the books and you have the movies because – Sure, that obviously the the film wouldn't exist without the book, but right. there's always a lot of subtle differences, especially with what Peter Jackson did with the Lord of the Rings movies. They're so like epic on like in the the truest sense of the word, and like they're long movies, and yeah, you, you know, there's a lot going on, and it's very tough. Especially, I'd say most of the time the book is always preferred. Oh, you know, like Harry Potter. You know, a lot of people prefer the books over the movies, but they're I, still yes, I definitely prefer the books over the movies and Harry Potter. The movies are still really, really good, mm -hmm. but I would rather read the books because it's like I immerse myself into what's happening. Yeah, I agree, and I and I feel like you have to like try to separate them best you can, and but sometimes it's tough because like like you, I always bring up this example, like people were looking at. Uh, Watchmen, you know, and uh, they were like, oh my god, this is so close by the book, you know, people were like, I can just go home and read the book, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I guess you gotta have as a director, you gotta, you have to have like your own way to tell the story that's a little bit different that separates it, so people can't, you know, they kind of have your own visual flair, I think Zack Snyder has a visual flair. Oh, he's got a visual flair, I don't, sure. I don't know how his... I think once he starts trying to write and do things is when he screws up because, like, yeah. Watchmen was great, 300 was great, great, but then you had oh, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, beautiful, looks yeah. amazing, yeah. story's kind of wonky, yeah. but, you know, and same thing with the the, the first Superman was Man good, Steel, yeah. but then once it was Batman versus Superman, it's and now that you can see they're kind of phasing him out of the whole DC universe, I yeah. think they're like, all right, kid. You did good. Go <laughs> go home. Yeah. Go go play with your Superman money. So Yeah, I wanted to ask you because we brought up Harley Quinn earlier. How excited are you for Suicide Squad? Oh my god. Like you have no idea. I think, you know, some people think that the the new outfits that they have are kind of, you know, not good looking or that because they don't match, they're not good enough. Honestly, I love the creativity of these outfits. I loved I watched a video yesterday, actually, of the comic book versus the movie, like, with the yeah. exact costumes. And most of them actually follow suit with what, what the comic books yeah. depict them as. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking through this, and really, Harley Quinn is one of the most, and I, I think Enchantress, too. I think she's a little off of what she is in the comic books, but um, I think they all look really, really, really freaking amazing, and... I would love to cosplay that Harley Quinn eventually in the future. Yeah, it's for me, I'm excited because I think a lot of the audience going in only knows Harley Quinn and the Joker, right? Like, yeah. if you're an average, like, go or moviegoer. So I think it's going to be interesting to see, like, everyone's take on that movie because it feels so different than anything else that's out. Even the way it's shot, the way it looks, it just looks so different than anything else. It's not bright and colorful and, and campy looking. It, just looks, it almost looks like a psychological thriller. It looks really different dark and interesting and I kind of I'm for me I'm really excited because I haven't read a lot of this stuff in the comics either so I'm kind of going into it blind um so that for me I'm kind of kind of the same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy when that came out like there was a lot of people that had not there weren't didn't know the characters and they went into it and it had that word of mouth effect where people were like Guardians of the Galaxy is so good and they told their friends and they told their friends I'm hoping Suicide Squad's really good and that it has like this big snowball effect you know yeah, definitely. I think it's gonna. I think it's really gonna turn out amazing. I've seen so many little clips of all of it, and uh, there was one part where Harley Quinn and the Joker are sitting in his car, and they're on what's quoted as date night. And Batman shows up, and she's like, "You're ruining date night." And it was just like, I can't wait to see this movie. 
I really think it's going to be like probably the best DC movie that they've done so far. And the reason being is I think anytime you have a movie like the Guardians of the Galaxy is a prime example. When people aren't attached to the characters and don't know the characters as well, they go in with a blank slate. So there's not all these preconceived notions and preconceived sure. ideas. So then they can have a good time and have fun with it, and they don't have to, like, freak out of, oh, is, it's not just like the, the comic, or it's not just like this, or just like that. So, And plus, you got to add a bonus if you know you're going to have Joker in it, you know you're going to have Batman in it, which sure. I think there's some people that might not have gone to see Suicide Squad otherwise, but they're like, well, Batman and Joker's in it, so I'll go and see it for that. And then they might enjoy the rest of the ride. That's true. Yeah, it's like, an, like you said, an added bonus for... You know all the people that know those characters because let's think, let's let's be honest. Batman, Joker, they're they're and Harley Quinn and all that. Like they're they're all you know household names, but you wouldn't necessarily. You brought up Enchantress earlier. I don't think the average movie going audience knows who Enchantress is. So you you kind of get to you know show the whole world uh, some of these characters they've probably never met before. Well, see when I was um, just doing research on this movie and figuring out like everything it's about because I've only read like little bits and pieces of comics. I haven't, I don't have any actual comics from that. So I only get to see what I borrow or get to see what I see in conventions and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I saw that Deadshot was in it and I was like, who the hell is Deadshot? So I was like, okay, time to do research. And I found out who Deadshot was. And I was like, whoa, this is really freaking awesome. So I got even more excited and more pumped for this movie to come out. Yeah, and I think that's what's neat too is that we have that you know, our, we have these you know, for example, was it like seventy percent of uh, search terms are done on phones now? So it's like the, a lot of people like to like research things, and and you have luckily for us for our podcast, there's something called Wikipedia, which is like yeah. been such a great resource. You know, um, saves our ass. On it the does. Daily. It does. There's a lot of things you can research, and of course, IMDb, the Internet Movie Database, is a really great website for those to go check out stuff for movies and television and whatnot. So, like, there's a lot of resources out there, like yourself, like yourself, that went in and looked and, like, hey, I don't know who this character is. I can research everything I want to know about this character, what comic they first appeared in, you know, who their arch nemesis are and all that. So it's really neat to kind of go back and have, like, all this, you know, resources at your fingertips. Like, 15 years ago, we, we didn't really have. So it's, it's fascinating for us. And I also think... Uh, think about social media because you, obviously you're on Instagram and you know you have your Facebook and all that social media is so different and so cool because like you can reach people with hashtags that you know that you may never met or ne they're across the world and all of a sudden you're ha you're hashtagging Harley Quinn you know on your Instagram and people are going and finding your stuff it's fascinating right. so yeah, it's awesome it's really really cool how all that kind of stuff happens yeah so it's like we we have like a actually a pretty good contingency of people uh, from Brazil, and we look at the analytics on SoundCloud, and they're like, you know, 25 people from Brazil listened to this episode this week. I'm like, wow, that's awesome, you know. And it's really neat to kind of see like we had growth. Russia for a long time. We did Russia for a while, actually. It was from Russia. Yeah, from from Mother Russia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We like the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Yeah. So uh, very bad, Arnold. Yeah, very bad. Very very bad. <laughs> uh, but it's really neat how like this whole cosplay community, and it's really growing. I would say in the last five years, like it's. Really really grown and like people yes. are there's a lot of tutorials out there people are like showing people how to make stuff and they have friends that help them out and then they go on their youtube channels and then they show people how they do this and we have a really good friend thomas galvin mm -hmm. who uh actually has a youtube channel where he shows people how to make props it's not necessarily like the costumes but the props like he has this awesome is a proton pack, proton pack from yeah. ghostbusters that he made out of different things and he's like you can go and spend like a hundred bucks and get this really cool looking version that you, you know you don't have to get like this movie real prop you can actually make it yourself and a lot of people are doing you know doing that and it's yeah. really neat to kind of see that growth in that community that's awesome yeah i just love i love the fact that everybody's like hey you need help with this i got you let's, yeah. let's help you with this that's awesome yeah so like uh well i'm gonna ask you this what was the last movie that you've seen it could be anything. The last yeah. movie? Um, I actually, yesterday, Sunday, I went to see Star Trek. How was it? I haven't actually yeah. seen it yet. A it was amazing. It was so good. I've, I'm, I'm a fan of both Star Trek and Star Wars, and both of those, those sides of the spectrum, they always blow me away, especially recently. This recent Star Trek was just bomb. It was amazing. 
Yeah, I heard really good things. And what Simon Pegg like uh, wrote the wrote script, the script yeah. and like he's a big fan of Star Trek, and I heard this is the closest to the originals that we've seen so far. Like this is like the the way the look, the feel, the way the characters interact. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't no, seen it I yet, haven't, haven't had but a we've chance, heard yeah. really good things. It's like over ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's it's uh, you know certified fresh. People really like it. So. You guys, if you haven't, anyone that hasn't seen it needs to go see it. It's worth the watch. Yeah, really ima- yeah, and it's directed by was it Jeremy L- James Justin L- Lin? Justin Lin, the, the guy, Fast and, who, Fast and Furious, Furious director. And people were kind of when I heard that first, I was like, oh, okay, so this is going to be a lot of pop and you know, no nothing real there, you know, n- substance. And people were like, no, 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 there's really good stuff, really good writing. It's funny. I mean, it's deep. It it's emotional. Funny. There was a lot of yeah, it was there was a lot of emotion, a lot of hilarity, a lot of action, just everything involved was just it made that movie amazing. Yeah, so I definitely want to go check it out and maybe. We'll do like a review of it, you know, because yeah, right uh, that's uh, that's for me. It's like you mentioned Star Wars earlier. You've got to be excited for Rogue One coming out later this year. I oh, mean. my gosh. Yes. When I was actually in the movies to watch uh, Star Trek, the commercial for Rogue One came on and I was like, oh, my God. And it's, <laughs> it's got a, another another female lead, too, which is amazing, because like I think that's what's so awesome you know with star wars is like you have these like predominantly amazing uh female leads now i mean ray is just such an iconic character in the force awakens and now you have the new you know i forget her name the the new chick that's in rogue one i forget her name tito uh, yeah <laughs> i don't know uh but the main la- the the lady that's cast as the main lead it's just so great to see like you know women like a powerful uh person and pa- you know someone that's like you can look up to and be like hey you know this is someone that you know is a female is strong is someone that you can look up to male or female and it's just great to see that star wars is really embracing you know uh, a strong female character yeah, it's definitely it's really cool. I got so excited seeing that that commercial for that movie. I just got really excited. Yeah, it's awesome. Have you seen Ghostbusters? I didn't know if you've seen that. No, I haven't seen it yet. I want to see that though. I heard it was. I heard so it was pretty good. good. You saw it? Yeah, I went yeah. saw it. What'd you it think? Was it, was, it was good. I loved every bit of it. I I laughed my ass off through that whole movie. And I'll tell you, steals the movie. Thor. Thor. Thor, <laughs> Thor is hilarious through the whole movie. Yeah. Like I was like. Because you're not used to him being the comedic guy. And then he was super funny. And Kate McKenna steals the movie, too. She's probably, like, second in line for stealing that movie. But, I mean, I enjoyed it from beginning to end. And, you know, anytime I could drink a couple beers and eat some popcorn and watch a movie and laugh with my friends, I, that's a good time to me. So. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And it had a lot, had had you know the blessing of the original cast too, which is good. Um, oh, they're all in it. Yeah, like every last one of them's in it. Yeah. So. Uh, so that's really neat. And so it's like it's interesting to kind of see like you know you check your calendar like what year is it? You've got Pokemon Go, you've got Ghostbusters. We just had a Jurassic World. Right? Uh, like, yeah. It's yeah, crazy. Back in time. Yeah, it's like transport. Like you know you're in, you're in a time capsule or whatever, and you're just like oh opening it up. Like what's what's the world like today? You know, it's really fascinating to kind of see where that's where that's going. Well, everything's kind of super cool like That's everything kind of comes in a, in a circle so yeah. i mean yeah. I, but i'm glad to see all the stuff from like our childhoods coming back and being like super cool yeah and now that we're all adults and have money yeah like that's sure. why they're really excited they're like yeah. well yeah let's hit them up because now they're in their yeah. 30s and they've got careers with money so yeah i play pokemon go all the time i can't even lie <laughs> it's awesome you it know? is yeah and it's really you know people there's some haters on the internet about pokemon go we got us some haters we got some haters uh but uh you've got you really have to like you know it commend the niantic the company and pokemon company for putting this out because there's people that are losing weight because they're going out walking for the first time ever they're getting out of their couch yeah. and going and walking you know that's amazing and they're meeting people like we my wife and i met friends in our own community that we didn't even yeah, that know happened to me too yeah. yeah it's fascinating you meet people it's you get to socialize you're you're losing weight by you getting you know getting your cardio and and you're having fun i mean a game does that that's great in my book you know yeah. yep i agree 100 100%. 100%. i always see i always see younger people it's mostly younger people, but it's a lot of people that are just like walking around randomly all over town, and you're like, "What the heck?" And then you, like me, for instance, as I'm driving, if I'm at a stoplight, I'm like, "Okay, let me see why they're here." Right. So I check in Pokemon Go, and I was like, "That's why they're here." It's a Pokestop. Like, this is a Pokestop. Yep. This, this, this is a gym. You know, this there's like three thousand different Pokemon around the area right now. Mm-hmm. 
It's yeah. really cool. It's fascinating. And, and you know, and it's also just great to see technology improving, you know, with who would have thought like 10 years ago you would have had a Pokemon game like this. Like, I, that, that's awesome. You could literally take your camera and it's that whole augmented reality where they're, you know, out like, you know, people, be, you know, people yeah. showing pictures like, oh, there, there's one in a movie theater right now. And I'm like, you shouldn't be playing in a movie theater. But, hey, it's still kind of funny to see a, a Pikachu walking across people's heads, you know, in the movie theater. Uh, so it's just fascinating to kind of see like the technology and how, you know, we've, you know, as a society, have embraced that, and it's just neat to kind of you know have a game like Pokemon Go that you know you're you know you're socializing and exercising and uh, you know just having a good time, and I think that's what games should do is games should make you feel something you know, and uh, and I think that's what's so great about that, and uh, you know we it's just it's awesome for us because like Deuce and I have been doing this for a couple of years now, we've got to meet a lot of awesome people like yourself, and and it's just neat how like there's no judging like people are just like hey. You do what you do, you know, do it well, and we, you know, we, we love you for it, and that's awesome, you know, and I think that's what's so great is, the like you said earlier, you said, like, lift other people up, you know, like, hey, I, I want to support this, what you do, and it's, I think that's one so what's so great, and that's kind of what we were wanting to do is, you know, have a platform for you, you know, that may, people that may have, you know, A, haven't met you, have only seen you through your Instagram, and kind of get to know more about you, you know, who you are as a person, you know, put a, put a, uh, you know, a, um, a, a, voice a voice there. With it because yeah. we've had a lot of cosplayers say, we're really glad that we did your show because of the fact that this is the first time our fans have actually been able to hear our voice because they know what we look like. They've seen our picture. They know physically what we look like, but they've never – they don't know what we sound like because they've never heard our voice. So Exactly, because there's a, there's a lot of fans that you meet at conventions that are like, oh, I can't wait to see you again. I can't wait to like talk to you in person. But then because conventions usually are big and drawn out, you don't get to see these fans – and they're like, well, I still haven't met you, so I don't know what you're like. Right. Yeah. And then it, this is our gateway for us to show uh, your fans, and that's why we love doing this for cosplayers. It's a gateway to show your fans, like, here's a little snapshot of me. It's not the whole thing, but here's a little piece. Here's, like, a little nugget to where you can kind of learn a little bit about me. So. Yeah. So. Right. Definitely. So we appreciate you having on uh, the Happy Hour, Johnny and Deuce. You've been awesome to talk to. And uh, how do people find you on the internet? Um. Well, I have a Facebook. It's Sirencroft Cosplay, and I also have a Twitter at Sirencroft and Instagram at Sirencroft underscore. And then my store envy is Sirencroftstore.storeenvy.com, and I think that's pretty much it. But I would also like to give a good shout-out to my manager, Renaissance Rose uh, Management. They're really awesome, and they help me out a lot. They give me my shows. They get a bunch of other people their shows, and it's just a whole lot of helping the community. So That's awesome. Just so wanted to give, give them a big old shout-out because they're really cool. Definitely. Don't and if they want to hit us up, they are more than happy to. We can to. have them on the show. Yeah, we'd love know? to have them on or any other cosplayers that they represent we'd love to have on. And speaking of hitting us up, do you want to know how you can hit us up? You can hit us up at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine and send us those emails to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Mark Cuban, Shark Tank, I'm waiting for the email for you about my wristband. Like, let's hook it up, bro. <laughs> Come on, Mark Cuban, start calling me. <laughs> so, and you can hit us up at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And of course, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags you want to use in the Twitter machine when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. That's ha hashtag happy, happy hour podcast. podcast. Hashtag HH Podcast Show and hashtag Deuces on the Loose. Later. See ya.